Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Y'all gotta forgive me if you're here on YouTube. I'm looking kind of rough. I've been in bed all morning, and then I just came back from working out because um, I needed to get my body moving. I haven't been able to work out like all week. I do teach dance, but I do say like I'll be needing to move for my own body. But like since last Saturday, I don't think I worked out. I did work out Sunday morning, but Monday through what's today? Saturday that I'm recording this video or podcast. Um, Monday through Friday, I haven't been able to work out because usually I go work out at four in the morning. But um, as you all know, if you have been watching or listening, it's show week. It was show week. It's still show week. But I'm not attending the two shows today. I attended the one on Friday and I attended the one on Thursday. But you have Tekken Dress when you're in dance or theater. And uh, for us, it lasts the whole week. So I've been going <laughs> 45 minutes to travel um, since Sunday of last week, every single day this week, which has not been kind to my gas tank, to my pockets, but also, of course, to my time, my sleeping schedule and just kind of everything so you know today I got to sleep in and it's so crazy because I went to sleep like at eleven fifty something and I still woke up at four without my alarm like I still woke up at four this morning I went I stayed in bed and then I went back to sleep and I got up again at like 5 30 and I've been up since then but I stayed in bed until probably about an hour or two ago and I got up and I got dressed and went uh walked down the hallway to my gym um where I live because I just wanted to move my body I knew I wanted to get back into the routine because I think when you stop working out it's just as easy to make that a habit as it is when you start working out how it then becomes a habit um but yeah I think it was good for my body too because I don't really take rest days and I don't think, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but today I felt stronger. I felt stronger, uh, because I haven't been like lifting weights or anything like that. And I guess because I was away from it, like four or five days going back, I don't know. I didn't feel as fatigued or tired as I probably thought I would be going back into it. So that was interesting. That was an interesting observation. But yeah, I love feeling my body kind of sweat and just kind of release some toxins and um, and move. So yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to be back. And it also affected my video schedule. I think I put out like two videos this week. And if you saw, I shot them when I was at my job at school. But this week has been super busy too. So like during... Usually my lunch period or my planning period when I shot those two videos, I've had to do other things or like go to a meeting. So, um, yeah, the videos kind of suffer, too, but you will be seeing videos be made up. So, yeah, I'm just kind of happy to be back. Um, happy to have be going into this next week where hopefully I'll be back on my regular scheduled program. But Again, I just reiterate, like, things shift, things change, and if you want to be committed to any of the goals that you have for yourself, like, you just got to adjust, but also do what's smart so that you can be 
you know, at your peak for the things that really matter. And so for me, one thing that I kind of had to sacrifice if I didn't fit it in was coming on here and doing my video portion podcast or um, or like doing my workout early in the morning. And then I knew like if I'm getting home at 10, 11, I'm not going to go work out in the evening. And I usually went right to the rehearsal when I left work because it's already like 40 minutes. I work. It's already 40 minutes to where I had to travel without traffic, but I would leave work and then be traveling in peak hours of when everybody's getting off work to my next job. So I always had to go right there after work at the end of the day so it's kind of like my whole day I'm not I'm leaving my house early in the morning then I'm not seeing it again until very late at night this week so it was just like if I didn't get up at four in the morning which I would have been having only like three hours of sleep it just wouldn't have been healthy either for my body so that's something because I could have done it that's and that's the real thing I could have done it um because my body for some reason is on this natural alarm of still getting up at that time um but I just told myself really lay back down and just get up like at 5 five thirty, um because you don't it may not feel like it now but I don't want you to be cranky hours later or like throughout the day with these kids you snapping on them because you really are your your body is catching up with you not getting any rest um and I realized that so yeah but anywho um I want to get on here and talk about something I thought of last night as I said it's show week so uh this is the first time I've been in a concert that I haven't really danced in but I choreographed for so I choreographed and then I was the rehearsal director for one of our guest artists who ironically was also my mentor when I lived in New York and I went to school um so we got her to come out come choreograph and so I was the rehearsal director for that piece um and what that means if you're not in the dance world is that you're the person who like runs the rehearsal specifically if that person can't be there so you're the one going over the choreography making sure it remains the same and keeps <coughs> excuse me keeps the integrity of the piece in the absence of the true choreographer and then I choreographed my own work too so I was working with two big cast um for this show so I invited people out to come like my family and friends and things like that um hopefully none of them decide to go to the two shows that's happening today or tomorrow they didn't tell me like most of the people who came said they was either coming to the Friday which they did yesterday um and then my family also came on Thursday so hopefully if they come maybe they'll enjoy the show but I personally will not be there um so that's to on them if they didn't tell me but I thought about last night on my drive home uh just this idea of support and expectations um that we have for other people and expectations if you look anywhere on my podcast even before I was doing the YouTube visual like if you go on Spotify um and find this podcast or anchor the anchor app wherever you're listening to it I probably named a video about expectation probably like two or three times or something about boundaries and so this is going to be a constant theme because as you're growing as a woman as you're growing you know in your own endeavors like this just something that you you know are going to have to 
you know, be okay with. Y'all, hold on on YouTube. I just want to make sure this video. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I had to make sure the video is still recording because I have a lot of stuff on the camera from last night and whatnot that I didn't offload. And so I really don't know, like, the capacity of... I think this this SD card has a lot of room, but I don't know when it comes to videos. And so I just wanted to make sure it was still recording. But anyways, uh, what was I saying? Uh, this the idea of expectations is always going to be a theme. Expectations and boundaries. Just because as you're growing as a woman, as a person, I don't think you can even reach your full potential without having some level of boundaries without tempering your expectations um, and just really analyzing where you want to place those what standards you want to have and making sure you're meeting those things and the reason I was thinking about this last night because on my drive home I don't I don't even know why this hit me but I was like dang Whitley you've really grown <laughs> and I was just taking a, a short moment to celebrate myself because as I've shared on here before, one of the things that I have worked on is like timeliness because I just realized I want other people to know I take their time seriously, but I want that to be a reflection of like when people want to work with me or when people see me somewhere, whether they want to, they see me at a class or I'm hosting something or I go somewhere and um, people are working with me in a professional sense. I would rather them say Whitley is always on time or early. Whitley is always early, you know, so if she not, you know, here, something must be wrong or she's going to communicate. But it's very rare that she's late. I'd rather that than people always be like, oh, such and such always late. We can go ahead and get started because that's a thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. And I wasn't always a timely person, which is why I really had to work on it. And it took me like two and a half three years to even get to the point I am now, but it's something that I really started to commit to when I left undergrad because one of my teachers told me when I was moving to New York, she said, Whitley, you got a timeliness issue. And she was like, I don't really know what it's about, but you're about to move to New York. You know, it's movers and shakers out there and you don't want to be seen as somebody who's always late. And people don't want to hear your excuses because you already know that you're going to have to take the subway. So if you laid out here and you don't have all those transportation obstacles, you know, it's going to be exasperated when you go to New York. And I really took that to heart because I listened to what she said. So that's something I really did start working on. So now, you know, fast forward three years later to go to a class and I hear one of my Pilates teachers tell you know, other clients, oh, Whitley's always early. Like she's always early. You can count on her to be early. And that's something that she notices about my a character trait of mine. I smile at that because she don't know that's something I had to work on. But for her to identify that and to be something that stands out to her. Um, I pat myself on the back for that, but that's not what this is about. I'm giving that example. Um, I'm, I'm laying the foundation because... Of course, like I said, I'm in dance. I'm a dance teacher. I choreograph for the show and my piece opened the show. And so the show starts at 730. So 
with this theater, with the theater, they don't want to seat you late. You can't really get seated if you're late until intermission because they don't want the in and out throughout the piece. Are you trying to find your seat? And there's probably like only a one minute window before the net each piece. And so one of my friends, she was super late. She didn't get there to like, I, I don't know when she got there, but she missed my inevitably missed my piece or whatnot. But her sister was there. Her grandma was there. And I was kind of sad. I was like, dang, last time I performed, she was late before too. And she missed my performance. And it's like, I told you about this weeks ago. Like I told you what time it start. You know, you knew where this was. Like my mind went there, you know, I'm human. My mind did go there. So I was disappointed. Like, dang, I wanted you to see my piece. Like my piece opened the show and you weren't here. And, um, you know, I just kind of sat there, watched the whole show, um, the second half, I went backstage because I wanted to talk to the dancers that I was the rehearsal director for, get a picture, all of that. And which, oh, okay, my bad. I just had a thought like, why is that the last picture that I just looked at before? But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was saddened. And then, you know, at the end of the show, you know, we meet everybody in the lobby. So two of my Three of my two of my line sisters came. One of my friends came and she brought her whole family, you know, that I basically grew up with. She brought her mom, a grandma, a boyfriend, her two sisters, which were they them two were there on time. Her little sister and her uh, her grandma. And when I got to the lobby, we were chopping it up, taking pictures. It was just a really good time. And I just found myself grateful. And so I, you know, I talked to myself. And so I'm in the car you know, just kind of evaluating how I feel over the night. And I was like, you know, I'm not even going to hold my friend on this. You know, I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm going to be grateful that she showed up because there were people that I told who said they were coming who did not come, you know, and they said they were going to come this specific night. So unless they change their mind and just want to surprise me, which they going to be surprised because I'm not going to be there. I was like, there are people who said they was going to come who didn't. There were, there were people who I shared it with who didn't say anything. They didn't even text me and say, hey, congratulations, or I can't come, but I love what you're doing, or I hope the show goes well. There are people who know what I got going, seen me posted on, you know, social media and didn't say anything. So I'm going to choose to be grateful tonight for the people who showed up, regardless of if I wanted them to be there on time and see my piece. And, you know, they they showed up and the town that this university is in is not you know we all live about 45 minutes plus from this location and then that's not including after work traffic which you really got to leave on time to get there on time you know like i would be grateful for them showing up and then this friend in particularly she told her whole family to come you know she didn't have to do that she could have just showed up but she sent other people so that I can have a bigger support system there. She brought her support system, which they like family to me too, but I chose to focus on that. And so I was in the car just kind of thinking about that. And I was like, I'm going to choose gratitude rather than choosing to like focus on you weren't there at this piece. And that really irritates me. Now it does not matter that I still wasn't disappointed that she wasn't there on time. But at the same time, I was just like, you know, I'm going to let that go because this has happened before. And I was, I like kind of held a grudge about it and I didn't want to, but I was just really that disappointed. And 
just a disclaimer, if you find yourself in a situation like this and it don't have to be related to dance, but just in a situation like this, I'm not calling you being upset or mad at something like that or having that expectation petty or a small thing. It's not at all. Um, I'm solely speaking about my experience and saying I congratulate myself on that and call it growth because I'm making a conscious decision to acknowledge my feelings while also saying uh, what's more important in this situation, in this relationship it, with this particular person. I'm just I'm just focused on kind of like categorizing it rather than like painting this situation with a broad stroke. Um, because in the past I didn't do that. Like in the past, if I invite somebody to something and they late and they missed it, like I held on to it and it was difficult for me to like, let it go because I had this expectation. Like you knew what time it was happening, this, this, and that. And I couldn't even look at, well, you showed up and such and such didn't like you were here for me and you took out of your time, your day. And yes, like I still want you there on time, but like, cause that's my expectation. But at the same time, I just started breaking things down and I just realized that one of the things that I, 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 I started this video off talking about that I've intentionally worked on showing up on time or early for things. And I brought that up before I prefaced that story with this story that I just told about my friend being late because this is something that I intentionally worked on. You may have friends too that you know, like this person gonna always be late. So I always gotta set a different time or just kinda expect from them that they're a late person. And that's a lot of people. You know, if you're a, a African-American, you know, they call it color people time. And I, want for one, didn't want to fall into that stereotype. Like, but I was a slave. That, that stereotype had a chokehold on me. But I also got that from my mom. My mom was chronically late to everything. Like on Sundays, we was late. She knew she had to be a choir um, before they sung like an hour early. We were always late. So sometimes this is just things that you pick up. You know, and so that's a, a habit I really had to become aware that I had, but then break it. So I prefaced what I just said about my friend and I brought this into context with this being something that I worked on. Because one of the things after going through a season where a lot of my close relationships were tested and some relationships fell off and I'm, and I'm also evaluating myself in the relationships. One of the things that I reflected on as a person is that sometimes I hold people, I have expectations for people because that's the way that I would do something or that's the way I show, I would show up or that's the way that I would do things or that's the way I would communicate about something or that's personally what I'm working on. And so I'm trying to grade my friends or my family by a rubric that they don't have the capacity to reach the standards that I have because they're not on that same path of growth. And I don't say that to mean that they're not growing. No, but they're just on a different, they probably have a different rubric. They have a different standard. So if I'm trying to grade them by the standard in which I'm grading myself, they're going to always fall short. And so it made me like not be able to appreciate that person and what they had to offer in the way that they had to offer it because 
the standards that I had for them, you know, didn't allow me to see that. And so I really checked myself and looked at myself on that. So last night was uh, an opportunity for me to practice that practice like, okay, Whitley, like, yes, yes, it makes sense that they should get here on time. Like this is a dance show. It's a concert. Like that's appropriate. But look at the pattern, too, of your friend. Like she's invited you to things of her family and things. And you've gotten there an hour before they showed up <laughs> in this state family. Like you invited them to she invited you to the event. Like and it's been plenty of things like that, even within this year where it's like, I don't even know this person. You invited me, but I'm here and I'm having to introduce myself to the person and say, oh, such and such invited me. And they're like, oh, OK, nice to meet you. And they coming in like an hour late, you know, and I laugh at that because it's kind of like this is this is this person's pattern right now. Like whatever they got going makes them show up at this time, regardless of the start time, you can guarantee they're going to be an hour late. And don't think me wrong to think I'm like down and being late or anything. Because like I said, lateness had a chokehold on me too. Um, but that's why I put in context like this is context. This is something I've worked on. So if somebody's not actively working on that in their life, how am I going to grade them by the rubric of they need to be on time? Like, it's like you should have expected that she was going to be late, uh, late. You know what I'm saying? And I'm using this particular thing as an example. I'm not using this to like pick on my friends, but I'm using this to really have a deeper conversation to share with you. If you're watching this, if like you have expectations for people that may not fit that relationship, at least not right now. And it doesn't mean like something that I say right now is that I have I've lowered my expectations for other people. And that doesn't mean I've lowered my standard. It doesn't mean that I think people are trash and they'll never come through. It doesn't mean that I don't expect positive and good things from people. It just means that I allow people, I've lowered my expectations so I can have room to allow people to show me what they want to give me, how they want to give it to me in a way that fits who they are and can I appreciate that or is this a relationship that won't work based on what they can give? And I feel like that just frees me up from being the probation officer in relationships, but also frees me to love them in a way that's authentic to them rather than holding them to a standard. They, they don't, they're not really at a place where they can keep, have the capacity to keep, have the willingness to keep. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I see them for what they do have to offer and really appreciate that relationships. Cause I'm pretty sure people and friends in my life have had to do that with me. I've had the same friend cause we, we've, we kind of fallen out before and over again. I think it was because of my expectations of how I wanted her to show up. And that's, what's really made me reflect on this. And one of the things she told me is she was just like, you know, Whitley, you've always been type of a person who's a loner. Like you, you a wanderer. <laughs> she was like, so when you're going through something, sometimes you just kind of keep it to yourself. So I've learned to adapt to, you know, you, you come and go, you know, sometimes if, you know, I used to early on in our relationship, 
feel like it was real unstable. Like I didn't know, like she was like, you never really acted funny. She was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was almost like, you know, I could talk to you heavy for a week and then you'll disappear for weeks at a time. And then you'll come back. And she was like, I, that was new to me because she grew up in a very tight knit and still tight knit family. They talk every day and this, this and that. And I didn't come from that. So sometimes my attachment style is detachment, like not getting too close. And this is just something I'm realizing. So she had to adapt to how I would show up. She didn't project um, her expectation of how she wanted me to show up on her. I think early on she did because it was one time we fell out early, early on. Um, And I think she did have an expectation of how our friendship should go. But, you know, I think as you grow, you just learn, especially with adult relationships, you just kind of learn, okay, is this relationship valuable? What's worth bringing up? What's worth correcting? And what's kind of like, this is just them. So, you know, can I accept this? Is this life changing? Is this something that I can live with? It's not life or death. And then what can I appreciate about this person and about how they operate? Like that's what's becoming more important to me. And that's why I pat myself on the back last night. Cause I was like, yes, I felt my disappointment. Yes. I wanted her in that seat to be able to see my piece and witness it. But you know what? I'll probably end up recording it, sending her a video or something, but you know, I I don't want to hold her to, I, I don't want to be angry or like hold any type of animosity when it's like she brought her whole family out. And I asked her to do that, like, so I can have a bigger support system. She came way out here, and I don't know what they had on their schedule for today. She'd been sick uh, for for a long time, and she still showed up. You know what I'm saying? She just in her healing process. Like, I'm going to rather be appreciative of that than, like, try to hold this ideal and this expectation that's, like, it's minimal in the grand scheme of things. And so I offer you the same thing. I'm not telling you to minimize ever how you feel or that anything that you experience is trivial because it's not like you ought to honor that. But more so, the point that I'm making with this conversation is that sometimes we got to make sure that our expectations are in alignment with what that person has the capacity to give, because I think then that leaves room for us to love them at a proper level and for for just and just to let the relationship last rather than like setting these expectations and then they're going to always fall short of that because they're not you they're not doing what you're doing they're not working in the same areas that you're working on they're not being intentional about certain things they may be being intentional about other things that they may look at you through a lens that oh she could be doing better on that but they're just choosing not to address it and so that's one thing that I'm working on is like loving people for how they want to show up and then seeing if that aligns with the type of people I want in my life. And this is a friend I want in my life, like being late is minimal. And then just the last thing, like with my, you know, even with my line system, when we set things up like a group of them you can depend on are going to be late. So sometimes somebody will make a reservation at eight and they'll tell everybody 
715 because they know if you say 715, they think the they're going to come at 745. That way it's good because we there 15 minutes before our uh, <laughs> reservation and at least our whole party there. and We ain't got to wait longer. So this is, you know, like you just kind of learn to adapt so that everything doesn't have to be a big issue or that there are not fallouts behind things that just kind of just need to, we just need to let slide, you know, and not slide in the sense that nothing needs to be addressed, but slide in the sense that in the grand scheme of things, I would rather choose gratitude than like really dwell on this part. So that's all I have for y'all and I'll see you on the next one.